Welcome to Changing Suits. We're your hosts, Val and Taj, discussing the latest news, views, and general life for us Western Asians. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Changing underscore Suits, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hi, welcome to Changing Suits. My name's Val. And my name is Taj. Is it really Taj? No, Okay, so on this week's podcast, I have been told to keep it lively, keep it light and keep it funny. Yeah, let's see if you can do that, Val. Can you tell my voice that I'm trying? By the end of it, we'll be like, oh, this is the point. Anyway, right, so, just get to the point. And sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so we have two weeks until our big event. It's not even two weeks. We're midweek now. Okay, one week, one and a half weeks till our big event, our well-being and health event, which is our first Changing Suits event, which will be taking place in Swindon. So it doesn't matter where you are, get your butts down to uh, Swindon on the 9th of October, 11 to 3. Yeah, because everyone comes down to Swindon, don't they? No one comes down to Swindon. This is why we need to populate Swindon with as many South Asians as we possibly can. (laughs) So on the 9th of October... Uh, Punjabi Community Centre. But anyway, yes. so let's go on to what we're meant to be talking about. What are we meant to be talking about today? Okay, so the subject is... What is the subject? The subject is health. Health. And how South Asians try to... Well, quite a lot of people, but we can talk from the South Asian point of view, avoid going to the doctors. Now, quite Do you of, think that's because we don't get appointments? So no matter how much we keep phoning those damn doctors, they're like, no, you can have a telephone consultation now. And no, you're like, no, no. I've got something that is seriously wrong that you can't see through the telephone. That one? Is that what you're referring no, to? No, let's start from the beginning and we'll come back to the telephone conversation thing. Okay. All right. So quite a lot of the time, if there's something wrong, don't, like if you've got a stomachache, your prince have, have a Gas, hoggy. Yeah, yeah, gas. Have a bit of Japan, have some cardamom seeds with uh, with some what sauf yeah. you mean sauf sauf yes oh is it sauf yeah is that or no cardamom no cardamom javan is javan and not in english it isn't it is because i had to look up the label yeah but it's an asian label it's not called javan in english it is it is not i'm googling it right now How, cardamom what do you put into google though that's the problem Cardamom, isn't that the black? look up Javan? Add Javan A J A V. I can't spell Javan. One second, Javan. it starts with A. Add Javan. Van. Javan, right? Okay, so while you're doing that, but cardamom seeds are called cardamom seeds. Song actually, you might cardamon. be right. Okay, now I'm just cardamom. doubting myself. No, do you know what cardamom is? Cardamom seeds, those are you know the lajia you put into your tea. That one, oh, that's cardamom. sugar. So uh, Taj obviously doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't what's, what's Sonf then? Sonf is, um, Sonf, isn't it? I don't know what you call it. What do you call it in English? No one knows what it's called in English. English people, English people don't have Sonf. Oh, here we are. Let's Sonf. What is, what? It's called fennel seeds. Fennel seeds. But Google knew what Sonf was. It was in brackets. Fennel oh. seeds. Anyway, going back to it. So that's just blown my whole world. Oh, well, it's not that exciting news. But anyway, so Asians are known for not going to the doctors 
until literally the arm is hanging off. And one thing we've learned through a number of our podcasts is, well, firstly, we're not alone. I mean, um, our family isn't the only one where you literally need to be on death's door before you go and phone the GP who then says phone 111, who then pretty much is the end of your life because they take so long uh, answering, going through their questionnaires. Um, but... But do you think it's got to do with now how it is turned into phone conversations on the phone? Because back in the day, when you used to go to the GP, your whole family would go. You'd get everyone going to see the GP. You'd go into the, I don't know if you were old enough for this or young enough at the time, should I say. You take your whole family to the GP. Everyone <laughs> it's a family take, trip. It was. You, everyone would take their turns. You didn't have no numbers or anything. You'd just trust the next person will go next. Then they introduced oh, numbers. Oh, my God, Jane, I remember that. Then they introduced the numbers, so tickets. Then it was like, okay, now we've got to wait for the ticket. And you'd ask the person, hey, is it your turn? Then they introduced those board things. I don't know what they're called, but the electric uh, red ones would used to bring up your name. Yeah. Things got worse. But do, then, do you know that, the, I don't know if you found this, but in the GP surgery, they still have those red boards. I mean, what is going on? GPs obviously need more money where they can invest in more technologies. Our one doesn't. What do they have? Our one has a screen and your name comes up. Why but did actually, you say that? Your because name it kind, comes up. Because it, it says it like a robotic, robotic way, but that was before COVID. Now they shout out everyone's names again. Wait, so why? Backwards. Probably the bidgely is too much, isn't it? So it's not really because of COVID. It's down to the cost of living. Crisis. You don't know the, the COVID might get to the screens. That does not make sense. <laughs> I don't know why. I think there's a problem with their screen. You because stopped for a second and thought about it. No, I stopped for a second to think that that doesn't even make sense. What you've just said. Okay. So, why do Asians take so long before they go and get diagnosed, go get treatment? What's their thing? What's because, their problem? Because you think, okay, maybe there's a holistic way of getting through it. Uh, allopathic way of doing it homeopathic homeopathic what's allopathic then i think it's the same sort of we've had a um, podcast on this where we discuss this that allopath yeah so mm. you're looking at things like turmeric things like the fennel seeds otherwise known as exactly. saw, those kinds of things hot so you look at foods. alternative rather than going for straight straight for a steroid or something like that well no you only do that when it is a more of a long term and it's like the nhs can't do anything because we're still Asian, why would you not first go to the GP, which is not free because obviously it's paid through our taxes, but we're Asian and something is free, so I am going to use it. But then why do we not use it? Because until... there's that other thing as well. Our parents don't like going to it because like our parents can speak English, but then they don't have the confidence. Yeah. So then you kind of avoid it and then you wait for a child to go with you or do the telephone conversation. Do you think... Just... I mean, granddad, when he was alive, he used to go to the doctor. I'm telling you, every second day he'd go to the doctors. And he knew that Dr. Shukla would not be treating him for anything. She'd go there, waste everyone's time. He'd go there, sorry. Not what he wouldn't waste time because he was wicked. I mean, he told the best jokes. But the doctor would waste time. So he used to just go for a social visit, to be fair. But I think it is important that we do go to the doctors because you don't know. Isn't it better that you got told it's nothing? I'm not saying go every other day. But isn't it better that you, you're told it's nothing serious? Or if it is serious, you find out at the early stages. Just like we discussed with our breast cancer um, awareness podcast. 
but it's better to get the signs early rather than and so you can treat it earlier well no well this is the thing a lot like i said earlier the south asian community is waiting way too long so the outcomes are getting worse why are service providers why is the nhs now really looking looking at inequality and it's for this reason if we can get diagnosis earlier treatment outcomes are better so well, I've got to say for myself at the moment, I'm feeling so tired, but I'm thinking, let me rule out everything in the world of what it might be. Then I will go to the doctors. Yeah, but is that because the waiting lists are so long? Waiting on the phone for a GP appointment and or going to A&E, why would you want to go and wait for 15 hours? Literally, I'm not kidding. I kid you not. 15 hours for them to give you a packet of paracetamol. Surely you'd want but to then wait. You, but then you should keep knocking on the door and take like for example i've got a friend and uh basically he's gone back several times because the doctor said no it's nothing just take some antibiotics and he's gone back and back and he's and he's found out there is actually an issue so he's been referred to the hospital had he not gone back he wouldn't have been referred and he would have just suffered for what he's going through it also then comes back to if you don't raise your voice then people won't firstly know that you need help whether it's physical mental medical whatever it is so if we don't raise our voices and be heard then no one will help you so that is the right way of doing it but then this person he had gone to the doctors raised his voice but it was just antibiotic after antibiotic is that because the doctors aren't good enough i feel like at this stage because that's everything exactly the same happened to me as well yeah but i think antibiotic yeah but don't you think it's got worse with the cost of living with the fact that covid's happened there are squeezes on the system there's not enough staff people aren't being employed a lot of people have left the country if they were in the medical field and so a person isn't a person anymore they are just a number on but then you've got to fight for your for your health basically to get diagnosed because you are the only person that's going to be able to do that no one's going to come and knock at your door and say right come on what's wrong with you let's sort it out if you don't sort it out then no one else is gonna well the other part of this i mean the reason we're doing the event for example is because the services are out there right there's lots of people that want are there to help you but there seems to be a barrier between, you know, organisation, service providers and the South Asian community. What do you think that's down to? Why are I they? Think... Why is the South Asian community not engaging? And we've heard this on podcast time after time after time, where not enough of the community is using the services that are out there. And like I said earlier, and when they do, it's just, it may well be too late. Why is that happening? Because, like we said, we try to sort it out ourselves because of these long lists and because we feel that we're not being heard. So you almost like that we're not going to get anything, forget it, let's just try to remedy it ourselves. But a large proportion of the these people are not actually going to the GP in the first place or using the services because it's not just the GP and the hospitals. There's service providers in the community that can help. But the thing is... They don't talk. They don't understand the cultural background. 
for example, of other things, not just, uh, let's say, for example, mental health. We're going on a tangent here. But there's quite a lot of services that are there to support mental health. But they don't understand the cultural background of why a particular mental health is happening or the life issues that are going on for this mental health issue to occur. Yeah, but if a person hasn't gone to a service provider, so let's say mental health and there's counselling services, for example. Firstly, the South Asian community in the past hasn't really being too hot on mental health and talking about it and talking about any medical condition on that point. So to approach a counsellor is perhaps even a step too far for that community, for, for the South Asian community. I mean, from my experience, and I've discussed it before, I decided to get, go to someone to help with uh, mental health reasons. And I found myself explaining all the background and then she just right outly, and I respect her for this, she said, I don't know how to help you. It was a bit of a shock because you're like, for God's sake, I've wasted all my energy explaining my whole life story. And you said that you can't help me. And I was like, forget it. But then what did she recommend? So she couldn't help you. Then what? She said, go back to the GP and get re-referred. To who? Because you can't be specific. You don't know other counsellors that I might just be Get out of my face, basically. <laughs> but then that's what it's turned into, right? You're someone else's problem then. Get out because then as soon as you shut the door, you're not on the list, my list anymore. But then that is, for example, there's only anyone can only help you to a certain extent. It's up to you to go and find that help. Like even when you phone mental health services, there's only certain mental health services. They might refer you, they might be able to only help you to a certain point, And then you're referred to, a, for example, to a crisis line or something because they haven't got the case. Uh, they don't know in the, they're not they don't know that area or they don't specialize in that area so you'd be have to be referred to someone else but that's with gps as well they won't know the specialized area but at least they can help find what the problem is and then refer you just like why, mental health they'll refer you to a crisis center why do you think it's important to be attending events like we've got for example, the breast, um, breast cancer awareness event that we've got on the 9th of October. Because it... services are starting to be aware that there there is support needed for the community. It's just not there and not available and something needs to be done. So services are available for the South Asian community. But then we're in 2022. How is it services haven't caught up? same reason as why racism still goes on we're still there i don't think much has changed but why because the nhs service providers know that the south asian community and it's a white man's world but that's a, a really big fob out because i think the unfair thing about that statement is the fact that service providers from what the conversations i've had they want to help they just don't know how to help but do they want to help just because it's on their tick list, list to help? Or do they genuinely want to help? I think certain people do genuinely want to help. Some people where you can be like, well, it's obviously just a, a tick box exercise. But then we need to take advantage of the fact that there is a change in, you know, the perspective. They People do want more of an equal sort of society, if that's the right way of putting it. So 
why are we not taking advantage of, of this? Again, again, because the you like, for example, when you're in school and I remember this happened in the sixth form, everyone almost went to the people, for example, all the white people went to the white people, all the Asian people went. To, it's to do with familiarity. And if you don't see someone that you feel familiar with, you don't feel comfortable going there. But then the other part is you don't want to go to someone in your community because you don't know what you're too scared that that information is going to get passed on. And this isn't just in medical. I'm just talking general. Um, that information is going to be passed on to other members of the community, which, again, is the biggest fear. You know, what will people say? But then you, it's about us, for example, our organisation building safe spaces so people know that this will not go outside the community. And when, for example, marriage problems, if people come to a certain group where I'm not saying that I want everyone to have marriage problems, but that everyone's got marriage problems, you're less likely to leak out stuff because you're going through a similar thing. Mm. and you understand each other and you sympathize with each other just for example if someone's going through breast cancer um we found it really difficult to find someone to actually speak on stage to give their what's happened in their life um going through breast cancer and their journey again because we don't want the community to judge us well but like you said the services are there. It's up to us to make the change and ask for the change. If we don't do it, eventually these services are going to be right. They're not going to use us. Why are we wasting our funding in this area? Let's go back and to this, what we know best. I think you hit the nail on the head there. It comes down to funding. If we don't raise our voices, whoever the community is, whether it's you know a minority community, whether it's the disability community, whether it's um, you know, el the uh, elderly community. If we don't raise our voice, the funding will not go to that area. And that's just, unfortunately, the reality of where we are, especially at this point in time. So this whole thing of what will people say or, oh, let's go to the doctor when our arm is literally falling off rather than, you know, when we just need to put a plaster on it. This isn't the stage we're at in this point in time. If we don't go mm -hmm. to service providers, then the yeah. funding won't be there. I think we act like we have to be the heroes, but sometimes having getting that help and shouting about it shows services that they need to put money towards it. So, yeah, completely agree with you. Well, the other part is obviously the fact that it opens up discussion, which obviously we're big advocates for on this podcast. Because if it is a certain issue for example if if you had breast cancer if we're not openly talking about it to other people that we know then other people won't go and get diagnosed diagnosed won't go for their mammogram appointments the or funny thing is we we're doing this breast cancer um event and surprisingly although generally south asian men don't talk about breasts cancer and stuff like that we've had a lot of support from the males in the community mm. to the point of it's been amazing how much support we've had well, which just shows you it is there but we need to work together well i think i when we decided to do this event we were in discussions of 
are we going to promote it to men, women, families? What we, what, how are we doing this? And the question did arise. Well, it did come about of saying, well, maybe it's a step too far saying men should be involved in this event because maybe women don't want him. And we've always said, look, we need to openly have this discussion. This is an issue that will not only affect the person that's going through breast cancer, but it will affect their partners, their kids, their in-laws, their parents, the rest of their family. So why would those people not be at that table and also be learning about breast cancer and any illness? So if you are in Swindon on the 9th of October, whether you're male or female, it doesn't matter what age you are, whether you're older, younger, we've got entertainment for kids as well to keep them occupied. But come along and have those discussions. Find out what the signs are for breast cancer. Find out why you should be going for your mammogram appointments, why you should go to the doctor if you're worried. Because you know, chances are it will be nothing, which is your best case scenario. But if it is something, then surely it's better to catch it early so that treatment outcomes are better than what they would be otherwise. So come along on the 9th of October at 11 to 3pm at the Punjabi Community Centre in Swindon. And there you will be lucky enough to meet Balatach. I mean, who wouldn't want to come to the event just to meet us? I'm only kidding. (laughs) Um, But we will have talks from a top consultant talking about breast cancer and why it's important to look for diagnosis, treatment and everything in between. But also how to look after your health. We've had people on this podcast, experts in nutrition, exercise. We're going to have yoga practitioners. We'll have stalls of local services so you know what is around you so that you realize that you're not on your own regardless of whatever the issue is there's someone there that you can talk to plus for kids Taj do you want to let everyone know yeah we've got a bouncy castle booked we've got the uh, Mendy so henna and face painting and we've got a little little activities as well so come along on the day it's going to be amazing perfect that's goodbye from me and goodbye from me Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, changing underscore suits, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.